We hope you are enjoying our expanded podcast schedule. For the month of July, we have something new for our members. Each month, members who successfully answer our bonus content quiz will be entered for a chance to win a pair of AirPods Pro. To participate, you must have access to the bonus sections of the podcasts. Members also receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of July, you'll receive 50% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code fireworks at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code fireworks. Thank you for your support. July 19th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. A U.S. soldier, Private Second Class Travis King, is being held in North Korea after crossing the border from South Korea without authorization. The soldier had joined a border tour in the demilitarized zone and managed to evade his escort at the Incheon Airport. He then made his way to the border crossing and is now believed to be in custody of the North. Private Second Class King had been facing disciplinary action in South Korea on assault charges before attempting to cross the border. The incident is being investigated by U.S. Forces Korea, and the U.S. Defense Secretary expressed concern for the soldier's welfare. The soldier's move appears to have been pre-planned, which raises complications for the U.S., as tensions on the Korean Peninsula have been escalating. The soldiers' detention could potentially be used as leverage by North Korea in its dealings with the United States. Historically, U.S. citizens detained by North Korea have faced harsh treatment, and the incident comes in the context of past detainments and strained relations between the two countries. During a night of intense attacks, Ukraine's Air Force reported that Russia launched 63 missiles and drones across the country, with 37 being shot down. The focus of the attack was infrastructure and military facilities in the Odessa region. Odessa's port infrastructure was targeted, including a grain and oil terminal, resulting in damage and a fire. The attacks on Odessa followed Russia's retaliation pledge after a blast on a bridge connecting Russia to the Crimean Peninsula, which Moscow blamed on Ukraine. Russia's actions are believed to be a deliberate attempt to disrupt Ukrainian grain shipping. The situation has raised concerns about rising food prices and hunger, prompting discussions that the United Nations are guarding ways to facilitate grain exports. President Volodymyr Zelensky emphasized Ukraine's commitment to global security and food supply while seeking alternative options. Russia, on the other hand, insists on easing rules for its own food and fertilizer exports before resuming the grain deal. Thailand's parliament held a second vote for the position of prime minister in less than a week, highlighting the challenges faced by democracy in a country where the military and royalist allies have historically resisted democratic change. The Move Forward Party, led by Peter Lemjarinarat, aims to challenge powerful institutions such as the military and monarchy and emerged as the leading party in the May general election. However, Peter requires the support of the Thai parliament to form a government, and he previously lost a vote 
due to opposition from military-appointed lawmakers in the Senate. Supporters of PETA threatened mass protests if he fails to win, and a demonstration was already planned outside the parliament building. The political situation in Thailand reflects a potential gridlock, with the military's control over the Senate blocking the popularly elected leader from becoming prime minister. The Progressive Move Forward Party won a significant number of seats in the House of Representatives, but faced challenges from the military-appointed Senate. The rules drafted by the military junta give senators veto power over prime ministerial candidates, creating a complex political landscape. Peter's chances of winning a second vote are slim, and if he fails, the populist Fu Tai Party is likely to nominate its own candidate, potentially leading to a new coalition government. The outcome will determine the extent of protests and the future trajectory of Thailand's political landscape. Elsewhere, growing opposition to the Green Deal, a plan to make the European Union climate neutral by mid-century, is threatening the bloc's efforts to combat climate change as dangerous heat waves fueled by climate change put tens of thousands of lives at risk. The center-right European People's Party, or the EPP, once a key supporter of the Green Deal, is now calling for a moratorium on climate regulations and actively campaigning against environmental laws. This shift in narrative is accompanied by a broader waning appetite for environmental regulation among EU governments, potentially leading to a showdown in efforts to reduce planet warming emissions. The situation is further complicated by upcoming elections, which are predicted to shift the balance of power towards conservative parties, making it harder to achieve ambitious climate goals. The fragility of the EU's climate coalition comes at a critical time when heat-related deaths are on the rise and the need for urgent action is evident. The Kenyan government has closed schools in the capital and two other areas in preparation for three days of protests against the rising cost of living and tax increases. Previous protests have turned violent, resulting in casualties and arrests. The opposition called for the demonstrations in response to recent tax hikes, which have led to increased prices of basic goods under President William Ruto's administration. The government argues that the levies are necessary to address growing debt and support job creation. Ruto inherited a substantial government debt from his predecessor, and removing fuel subsidies last year further exacerbated the economic challenges. Calls for dialogue and a resolution to the differences between Ruto and opposition leader Ryla Odinga have come from churches and civil rights groups. The president accuses Odinga of exploiting economic discontent for personal political gains. Various foreign embassies have urged all parties to engage in meaningful dialogue to address concerns and alleviate the hardships faced by many Kenyans. A Justice Department investigation into attempts to overturn the 2020 election is reportedly focusing on former President Donald Trump. The investigation, led by special counsel Jack Smith, has been conducting interviews with top aides to Trump and state officials across the country. Witnesses have been questioned about a White House meeting discussing seizing voting machines and lawyers' involvement in blocking the transfer of power. The investigation also explores schemes by Trump associates to enlist Republican fake electors and pressure campaigns on state election officials. Trump revealed that he received a target letter from the Justice Department, often a precursor to criminal charges. The investigation's broad scope contrasts with a narrower investigation into classified documents. The probe examines Trump lawyers' role in his attempts to stay in power, including John Eastman and Sidney Powell. 
The investigation also delves into Trump's efforts to punish officials who disagree with his false election fraud claims. In lighter news, a Washington sheriff's deputy responded to an unusual call from a delivery driver who said he was unable to deliver a package because there was a llama in the road. The King County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that its dispatchers passed the unusual call along to a deputy who found said llama in the roadway and refusing to move. The sheriff's office said an the sheriff's office said a second call came in a short time later from someone reporting their llama missing. We were happy to reunite the owner back to their furry friend, and the driver was able to deliver the package, most likely ordered through Llamazon, officials wrote. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.